0: You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So here in the state of Washington, it's October 18th. I'm recording this for you on October 18th. We're in the vaccine mandate. We're in that initial phase of, oh, you you don't have your vaccine. You don't have your vaccine completed. Mm, yeah, well, I'd say that we need you to come into the office on Saturday, but we don't need you to come into the office at all. That's what we're dealing with here in the, in the state of Washington. We've got the state mandate. So we've got, we've got mandates all over here in the state of Washington because it's Washington and why wouldn't we? So one of the stories I saw that came over this weekend, and it's been featured on a number of the major, major, major networks, State Trooper explains why he told liberal, liberal governor, Governor Inslee, our hero, to kiss my apple. And quit over the Maxine va- mandate. That's what we're talking about today. We've got state employees. We've got all, all kinds of employees. We've got bus drivers that are are not, they're, they're not going to do the whole mandate thing. And so we've got, in in city of Seattle, we've got like 172 routes that have been canceled. I mean, it is just madness here. It's craziness. The things that could be impacted, whether or not they actually will, that's kind of my question. So today we're going to talk about Robert LeMay. He's a state trooper and why he decided to basically, after 22 years, he's not going to be a state trooper anymore. And this is not the time where we can afford to lose anything to do with public safety. So this is not a good look. After 22 years of public service, if he's still in the game at 22 years, he's a good trooper right? And so we can't afford to lose these, these public servants. But all right, b- before we jump on in, if you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. And despite the fact that I'm from Seattle, I kind of read the news and give you my opinion from that perspective. And some say that it's, it's, almost, it's almost reasonable. All right, let's get into it. A Washington state trooper who was forced to step down after refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine explained why he told go- Democrat Governor liberal governor Jay Inslee to kiss my apple. And I'm abbreviating that. You know what I mean? This is about this is a uh, this is a family show we we can't have we can't have swear words on here. Uh, so told me to kiss my apple after serving the public for years. It, I watched the video. It's a good video. I actually watched it several times. Guy took it on his cell phone in his car signing off on his uh radio for the last time. Here's here are some of my thoughts on this. We can't afford to lose people with 22 years of experience in law enforcement. Just can't. I mean, this is a no-go. This is a hard no-go. So we've got this big thing across the United States, but particularly here in the state of Washington because of our political leaning. It's been such a hard press to get everybody vaccinated. And the vaccination, I mean, just about you look at the the entities, and we're going to go into it. You look at the entities that were complaining about not having enough people vaccinated. They're like, you know, close to 90% and sometimes 95%. In some instances, it's like, what more do you want? You're firing people, you've got 95% of your workforce vaccinated. What are you just dying for that last 5%? Are you just dying for that last 3%? Apparently, no play on, you know, intended pun on words there, but literally the government is going so far to enact these measures. I kind of think with the the coronavirus numbers dropping the way that they are, and I think politically on a national and a worldwide basis, some of the optics that are going on right now for our president, mm yeah, not good. Let's go, Brandon, being one of them. I mean, <laughs> that has just become, that has just caught fire, hasn't it? Fire. Um, and then you've got all kinds of songs. You got like a, there's a rap song out there by um L Alexander I can't remember his first name it starts with an L you you've got some country and western star, uh, songs that have <laughs> you know taken off let's go Brandon but I think because of the political climate and how things are looking I think we're in a position right now where the the vaccine mandate date is today it's October 18th if you haven't been vaccinated or you haven't worked out all your your either medical or your religious exemptions, you're supposed to not work. But what I'm hearing is, yeah, yeah, we're not going to fire you today. We're going to keep you on for a little while. We got to work all this out. We got, we just kind of wanted to see where we're at. What do you want to bet that we have a, there's some kind of reversal and, oh, we have done a tremendous job in reaching herd immunity here. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ease off some of these restrictions. Guarantee you see some variant of that. Right now, there's just the massive push. October eighteenth is the due date. That's what we're dealing with. We've got examples of people quitting. Are those people going to be gone forever? No, I don't think they are. I think they I think they will have the option to come back. This has just been political pressure to get people to get the vaccine. All right, so. Robert LeMay joined Fox and Friends First on Monday to discuss his decision to resign uh, the the vaccine mandate and his concern over the future of the state. Future of the state. Yeah, that's a big one. Because there's a lot of folks here just like, "Mm, yeah, Washington State, not for me anymore. When we started off this program, there were several hundred that were willing to get fired, LeMay stated. Well, then they started looking at their finances. And we've talked about this a lot. People can't afford to give up on their career and give up on their job. Maybe they've got wife. Maybe they've got kids. Maybe they've got an ex-wife, wife, kids, kids from both marriages, you know, or, or husband, ex-husband. Maybe they're paying, maybe, you know, gals out there pay pay support as well. Um, but when people start to look at their finances and go, I would, I really need this job, Then, then they're just they're stuck between that rock and a hard place, right? I mean, it's a brutal time, and there are so many people that I think have have stated, "I think this should be my choice to get the vaccine or not." And yet, for financial and for career and for a lot of these other reasons, people are they're just they're 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 taking the knee. How's that? They're bending the knee. It's a crazy time and personally i think that people should be able to make this decision where they they get vaccinated on their own this should be their own personal choice it shouldn't your your employment should be not be predicated upon having this and yet that is not where we sit in washington right now but i think you're going to see some of that change cuz the uh, the numbers we're seeing i'm going to talk about the seattle police here Um, But right now we've got a state trooper. that has got a he's got a video and it's gone viral. It's his last time calling off, and he basically tells Jay Ansley, "You can kiss my apple." All right, all right. We know where he stands. Very well said. So they they looked at. uh, So we're talking about um, people looking at their their budgets um, and going, "I can't." I would. I really strongly feel like I don't want to get a shot just because it's being mandated to me. But then they start looking at their finances, they looked at what they can do, and they decided to take the vaccination. So we're at that point where anybody who's has been w- was going to be vaccinated probably has been vaccinated, or maybe they're working on their exemptions. But we're also seeing a lot of folks not get the accommodation, they might get the exemption, but there's no accommodation, meaning if you're a state trooper, y- there's very little that y- you can do as far as still doing the same The same job uh, description, but not facing the public, you know, being unvaccinated. That's what these departments are saying is, yep, we agree with your exemption. However, don't have anything for you. So therefore, you're going to, we're going to have to start that separation process. Despite this, LeMay, the state trooper, highlighted widespread disagreement with the mandate, saying those officers likely won't be wearing the badge for long. That's kind of where they sit. Police officers in particular, firefighters as well. Firefighters did a podcast late, late last week. Firefighter just saying, yeah, I don't agree with this. And I know that what I do is important for, you know, just community, the community in general. However, got to take a hard stand on this and I'm a no go. So I'm out. That's, that is right now where we are. Where it goes from here, I think will be super interesting. The people who have taken the va- vaccination in the state of Washington, LeMay explained, they really did it long enough to finish off their careers, the few months or to find another job. I think you've got a lot of that going um, in the state trooper and also the Washington State Patrol, I mean, uh, uh, Seattle Police Department. According to LeMay, he filed a religious exemption for the vaccine mandate. And although it was initially accepted, the department explained he would be unable to continue his current role. He is facing a potential relocation, a new job, and even a pay cut. This, this to me is just unbelievable. It's crazy. It's crazy. And you know, nurses are in the same, anybody with employment, anybody in the state of Washington, with the exception of those working for probably small private businesses, and there's word that uh, there's going to be mandates for even my companies as well. Um and yet some of the stuff to me is I was going through the whole OSHA deal, which is um, Biden basically sent to, uh, said to OSHA, I need you to do an emergency temporary deal and uh, we're going to mandate everybody with a hundred employees or over needs to have vaccination, you know, and the employee, employer is going to be the one dictating that mandate. And so... We've got that kind of going on, and I've been reading some of the legal stuff on that. There are a lot of challenges to these mandates. I mean, there, there's some pretty crazy stuff. So, and the verdict isn't isn't back in on any of this, but in the state of Washington you know, the due date is today. And so this is kind of where that rubber hits the road and that final game of chicken happens. But I think what the state is going to say is they're going to say, yeah, we're not going to let you guys go. I mean, not like really right now. We're going to give you another couple of weeks, whatever it is. And I bet you we see something to the effect of we have reached, we've done a great job getting as many of the, these uh, people vaccined as we can. You guys have done an exceptional job Working towards herd immunity, here we are. Now I think we can finally ease back out. Something along those lines. I think you'll see some, some version of that will happen because there's no way that they can cut these jobs. There's no way long term. This is the worst time pr- in modern history where you could have had you know, these mandates go through tying them to people's employment. Bus drivers. I mean, the, the number of bus routes that are going to be canceled. Ferry workers. These are these are basic systems, transportation. I mean, the supply chain, just all of these companies. Are, are are we wrecking this on purpose? That's 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 something that's thrown out there a lot, right? Okay, so back to the state trooper. They did accept our exemptions after some time. But then they told us, sorry, there's no job you can do with your exemption, LeMay explained. So they came out and told us, well, we can retrain you for a different position. What? And he's a state trooper. He's not going to retrain. We can retrain you for a different position, but there's only a few positions and you're going to have to move across the state. Across the state. Washington Governor Jay Inslee issued a vaccine mandate this past summer, which took effect October 18th today and affects all state employees. Inslee's policy is one of the strictest in the country and does not allow for frequent testing as an alternative to the shot. That's the alternative in the OSHA emergency temporary standard um, that you're going to have maybe a weekly testing allowed. One of the major problems there is that If you are saying that this mandate, this emergency temporary is based on a grave danger being posed by the coronavirus to employees, you have to prove that that grave danger is alleviated by testing. That's probably not going to happen. You also have to indicate you have to meet the test of grave danger being taken care of by being vaccinated. Which, as we all know, you can still get the coronavirus whether you're vaccinated or not. You might just get it less severely. Um, But check with your doctor on that because I don't want you taking medical advice from a real estate guy who's kind of just does more you know, current topic type stuff and stuff going on in Seattle that's um, unique to the rest of the world. Had interesting email from somebody in Germany, love to get uh, email from international folks that are kind of looking on in Seattle going, ah, see what you guys got going on, rather you keep that there. Get a lot of those. Those are always entertaining. Love to have people's feedback. Good, bad, or indifferent. So the outcry from the public has been amazing, said LeMay. I have been reached out to and loved on by the citizens of the United States of America. It's incredible. So there's strong undercurrent for, yeah, hey, don't think this is the way we should be going. And I think a lot of people have buckled because of financial or family or what about if you have like a mother and father-in-law that are older and, you know, they've got some health issues and you need to be around them? It gets a little tricky, doesn't it? I mean, that that whole thing just becomes, oh, yeah, no, n- might not be vaccinated, but, you know, can we still work this out? That gets so tricky. It, it gets so hard. Um, all right. So, that is, that's the LeMay, that's the state trooper here in the state of Washington. So the deadline for state workers, others to show proof of vaccination is today. And so I'm going to go through a few things. State workers, most health and long-term care providers and education employees will have to submit proof today or else lose or risk losing their jobs. Here's, here's where we sit in the state of Washington. If you're wondering, maybe you are in the state of Washington and all this stuff, you kind of know. But as of la- late last week, 92% of state employees were vaccinated, 92%. That number is probably even higher by now because got this massive push at the end here to get vaccinated. So maybe say, let's throw out 95% of state work, state employees. Let's take a guess. 88% of Seattle firefighters, 88. Let's say that that's 92% now, given a few days here. And 84% of the Seattle Police Department employees have been vaccinated okay that's that's a little low uh, I think given the numbers and I've heard anywhere between six and ten percent um, to say it say it's ninety percent that leaves like a hundred that sounds about right what is what is it really gonna come down to I think it's gonna come down down to about 50 police officers from Seattle Police Department I' have talked about my reasoning about this before um, if, if it's 50 then that's like maybe five percent. Um, and that's kind of what we're talking about here. How much more blood can you get from the turnip? I mean, yeah, it's it's nutty, right? So both Seattle Fire and Police Departments have contingency plans in place in case of staffing shortages due to the mandate. Hmm. We're going to read about that in a second. Um, Seattle is in a modified stage four alert, which is all hands on deck. Anybody who can answer a 911 call, we'd need you, we need you ready, including the janitor. No, I'm kidding on that. But I mean it's it's like that. It 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 was like all hands on deck. And the only place that I've seen this indicated that this has happened in recent times was during CHOP, during the shutdown of CHOP, uh July 1st of 2020, when you you had several hundred police officers in cal anderson park for lack of a better word in chop just just doing the sweep side by side by side and that was impressive i enjoyed seeing that firsthand um so last week seattle police department moved to stage three operations and from what i understand now it's modified stage four don't you love how when they take something and ah we don't want to call this stage five let's just go with modified stage four yeah let's just call it that yeah we don't want to confuse people so modified stage one or phase one uh, was kind of phase two with the whole uh, coronavirus thing, and you're just like, what, 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 Okay, it's bad. That's all you need to know, right? Meaning detectives and modify or, uh, stage three operations, meaning detectives and other patrol units could respond to nine one one calls because you don't have anybody else. Seattle Fire is activating its resource management center to monitor response data in real time, so everybody's kind of getting ready. We're we're in that interim phase where we're trying to figure out all right how many employees are we down in these particular departments but they have to be ready to roll with a given plan in case there are a large number of folks who decided not to get vaccinated at the end there and that's what that's what we're dealing with they did say you know the state said we're going to fire you we're going to start that separation process but what i'm hearing is they aren't actually separating as of right now But they're saying that, going to give a little time to work things out. Maybe we can come to some kind of agreement. And I'm saying that in broad stroke terms. I'm hearing kind of varying levels of of different things. The state did allow employees to work with their human resources offices if they needed a reasonable accommodation for medical or religious. Okay, we've heard that. We understand that story. The state also allowed for a few exceptions. Uh, They reached a few agreements. What happens next for unvaccinated employees who don't have an exemption? Depends on the entity. For instance, King County officials struck a deal with the union representing a number of its employees that allows people to keep their jobs for now if they're fully vaccinated by December 2nd. Mm, Okay, so what happens between now and December 2nd? I'm going to say your COVID numbers are going to fall off the face of of the chart, right? That's just the way this chart is looking. Big spike up. We're about halfway down on the big spike down on the other side. So leaders at the King County Sheriff's Office are telling employees to keep coming to work and that letters will be coming in the mail explaining what happens next. Uh, That might take, what, a couple of weeks? We don't know. We have no idea. But they're not being told, don't show up for work. Don't come. We'll get back to you. We'll we'll, we'll let you know how this goes. You're not vaccinated? Mm, Okay. Well, Seattle Public Schools is facing a bus driver shortage due to the mandate Bus drivers. Interesting, right? Kinda of like the Southwest Airlines, American Airlines. Was that the freedom flu? No, we're told it wasn't. It was just some coincidence. The truth on that one, I don't really know. It's hard to say, right? I've I've heard some interviews with police or with uh, pilots who've said, nah, we just got all screwed up and our timing was off and you know, this stuff. Okay, how about so the school district said it is working on an extension allowing some drivers to be remained uh, retained while more are being hired. Good luck hiring people that you're firing. The numbers that you were, you're, I mean, just what? So you're gonna, you're gonna fire somebody with experience that you know, has been good on the job, because they've literally driven your bu- they've driven your buses. And you're gonna go out and hire some more people in the greatest labor shortage In in modern memory, you're going to do that. All right, let me know how that works out and then maybe get back to me and I'll do another podcast, right? I mean, so the mandate still kicks in and they will lose drivers, but drivers who would be able to have an exemption based on religious or medical categories for the governor's mandate will not be lost immediately. Mm, Okay, they're getting a grace period. How long is that grace period going to go? And then by the time that grace period ends, what's going to happen with this whole thing? how many more percentage points of people vaccinated can they expect to extract from these mandates? That's what we're going to find out, right? So on Friday, this the district which uh, contracts with first student, that's the bus bus driver company, um, a, a bus driver company, that is not an official term, but that's what I'm calling it for lack of a We've just we've just got so many things going on that I can't keep track of them and I don't know who's gonna get fired or not fired or have a grace period or have a, an exemption or not an exemption or you know, no accommodations. I mean, this is it it's crazy. It's nutty. And if you talk to other people from other states who don't have these mandates, they will look look at you and you might be listening or watching to just see the, for lack of a better word, shit show that's happening here in the state of Washington, you might be tuning in just to kind of see, oh, what are those poor souls experiencing? It's crazy. It's crazy. Everybody here talks about it all the time because everybody's impacted one way or the other, whether it's coworkers, friends, families, public safety. We lose, if, even in Seattle, if we lose 50 cops, oh, not a good look. Not a good because we're already spread thin, right? Which leads me to okay, we're gonna talk. we're gonna touch on real quick. Um, Cook County judge orders Chicago police union president John Catanzara to stop making public comments against COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Literally, he he got a court order saying, Shh, you need to stop talking. You you can no longer talk. What's he do? He Goes right back out and does a YouTube video. <laughs> that guy just doubles down, right? And he's he he does remind me of, and he's uh, he's the president of a uh, a union, and he does remind me a little bit of Mike Salon here in Seattle. Just no nonsense, straight ahead. Um, I, I enjoy watching him because his communication style is very direct. And uh, I, I enjoy watching Mike from the same same standpoint as well. Just super direct. All right, here's the thing. Um, Cook County Judge Cecilia Horan ordered police union president John Catanzara on Friday, October 15th to stop making public statements that encourage police officers not to comply with the city's COVID-19 vaccine mandate via social media or on traditional media until a hearing scheduled for October 25th. Okay, the, uh, the, the judge said that his comments on YouTube, Fox News and on Twitter, likely threatened public safety. So he's threatening public safety, but defunding the police by 50% wasn't threatening public safety. That's interesting. I'd, I'd probably need to think about that for a little bit and and, and, and get back to you on how that works, because that is unclear for me. I mean- this whole thing is just crazy, right? So that's Chicago. That's an example of Chicago. <laughs> so that's what you've got going on in Chicago. Not unlike what you've got going on here. It's just Seattle Police Department is much smaller. And we've already got really thin numbers. And um, we don't have as few numbers on the Washington State Patrol end of things. State troopers we're okay there with the exception of this one who told Ensley to kiss his apple um let's go brandon god that thing has just taken off hasn't it just can't just can't stop saying that one because it's so funny um but you know chicago same thing you you've got these cities who are mandating that you get the vaccine otherwise you lose your job and this is this is the worst timing talk about in chicago oh my gosh i mean the the shootings that occur there, all you got to do is just watch a little bit of news and realize this is not a time where you want to lose even one police officer. And same, same thing with nurses, anybody in the healthcare field. I mean, there's a lot of folks that I see that are like, yeah, this isn't going to work out well. How, because these, the numbers are all down. There's so many nurses and firefighters and all these good things and teachers, just anybody in so many of these industries, they're short on workers. And this is the worst time to be enacting this. So something's got to crack here, something's going to crack one way or the other. And it might be that tipping point where, oh, huh. All right. So we got 100 less police officers here in Seattle. Let's just see how that goes. And it'll be much of the same that we have now, but worse. Because when you put fewer police officers on the street, things don't get better. I mean, same thing in Chicago. Things aren't necessarily going to get better. So we're going to see one way or the other. So it's either that, we just experience more of the same. You experience more, you know, the shipping container story just keeps on going. You're not going to have workers there. You're going to have, you know, companies with employees quitting. Yeah, I don't really want to get the job, So I'm going to go work for this company until that company tells me I, you know, got to get the job. So much of this stuff during a time period where... Employment is fragile as far as the employers go. Employees, they've got options. So we're going to find out here very shortly, what does this game of chicken look like? Who's going to win? Nobody's going to win. That's the bottom line. Everybody's impacted and negatively. Nobody's going to win because you've already had people quit. You're going to have to have them rehired. I think you're going to see a lot of that. People who are quitting right now, um, like this, like this uh, state trooper, I think he's back to work in in under a month, something like that. It's this is not long term. There's no way this is long term. That's just my opinion and that's just kind of looking in from the outside. If these separations are permanent, good luck to the entities working with those employees. That's all I can say cuz this I mean this this isn't going to go well. It's not like you've got a labor pool out there with just a lot of people going, "Hey, hire me." No, it's not how we're doing it here in october of twenty twenty one but I've been wrong before, so we will just have to see what happens and um I'll keep up updating you right here, Seattle real estate podcast. Hey, if you've stuck around this fall- this long in the podcast, thank you. We've got some new lighting going on. These are some of the changes we're making um got a bunch of new stuff, including the branding. There's probably a video up now you can see saying, hey, throw me your ideas of suggestions. We're working through those, got some great suggestions and I'll start integrating those. But um, we're not changing the content at all. I mean, we are from the standpoint of we're going to be doing even more of what you are wanting to hear and and watch and listen, Uh, probably less real estate, kind of more Stuff that impacts real estate that I've been doing for the last year, year and a half, but be able to just kind of go in a direction where if there is a story that isn't necessarily Seattle Seattle real estate related, um, we can cover it anyway, because if it's something that you want to hear, I want to be able to cover it. And so we're making some changes, it's only going to get better. So thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for, for being here on the podcast. And, and, um, and when you guys send me email, it's uh, I always read it. So Sean, S-E-A-N at Seattle Real Estate podcast dot com. Thanks again for joining. That's it for me on this one. We'll catch up soon. Till then, stay safe. Make good choices. We'll talk again. Bye for now.